Hare Krishna, I welcome all to Everyday Chant Harinam Conference Call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Ramagiridari Das Prabhu from Mumbai, India to enlighten us on verse 13, chapter 17, canto 5. Hare Krishna Prabhu, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Please take over the call for you whenever you are ready. Hare Krishna. Dhanavad Pranam, Salgvash Prabhupada, thank you so much for uh, having me in this uh, call and it's uh, a pleasure for um, it's a pleasure for me to be part of this service. Over here in India today is an auspicious uh, disappearance day of Srila Haridas Thakur and um, yesterday we had um, um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur's appearance day and day before we had Vamana Dwadasi, Jiva Goswami. So we have a week of uh, festivities and and it is not ending here. Tomorrow is uh, Vishwarupa Mahotsava, acceptance of Sanyas Vishla Prabhupada. And uh, the verse that you all read today uh, about Shla Prabhupada's recommendation on how one should be... Um, uh, in- intelligent enough to take out his time to chant his prescribed number of rounds and not um, not delayed. It's very important. So I would like to um, start with an in- invocation prayer and then we will go on to discuss this verse today. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Yatraha Deva Pataya Swai Swair Ghananayakair Vihita Maharhanam Sarva Kushumas Tabaka Walat Kishalaya Shiyan Mayanmana Vitapalata Vitabibhir Upashum Bhamana Ruchira Kananashramaya Kananashrama Yatana Varashagiri Varashagiri Dronishu Tata Chamala Jalashayeshu Vichaka Vivida Nava Vana Vana Ruhamatum Mudita Raja Hamsa Jalakukuta Karanat Karandava Sarasachakravaka Dibhir Madhukara Nikara Akriti Bhir Upakujedushu Jala Kridhadi Bhir Vichitra Vinodair Sulalita Sura Sundari Ram Kama Kalila Vilasahasa Lila Baloka Krishta Mano Drishtaya Swairam Viharanti Translation purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai Translation In each of those tracts of land there are many gardens 
filled with flowers and fruits according to the season and there are beautifully decorated hermitages as well between the great mountains demarcating the borders of those lands lie enormous lakes of clear water filled with newly grown lotus flowers aquatic birds such as swans ducks water chickens and cranes become greatly excited by the fragrance of lotus flowers and the charming sound of bumblebees bumblebees fills the air the inhabitants of those lands are important leaders among the demigods always attended by their respective servants they enjoy life in gardens alongside the lakes in this pleasing situation the wives of the demigods smile playfully at their husbands and look upon them with lusty desires all the demigods and their wives are constantly supplied with sandalwood pulp and flower garlands by their servants in this way all the residents of the eight heavenly varshas enjoy attracted by the activities of the opposite sex purport here is a description of the lower heavenly planets the inhabitants of those planets enjoy life in a pleasing atmosphere of clear lakes filled with newly grown lotus flowers and gardens filled with fruits flowers various kinds of birds and humming bees in that atmosphere they enjoy life with their very beautiful wives who are always sexually stimulated nonetheless they are all devotees of the supreme personality of godhead as will be explained in the subsequent verses the inhabitants of this earth also desire such heavenly enjoyment but when they somehow or other achieve imitation pleasures like sex and intoxication they completely forget the service of the supreme lord in the heavenly planets however although the residents enjoy superior sense gratification they never forget their positions as eternal servants of the supreme being om ajnana timirandasya gyananjana shalakayam chakshuran militam yenam tasmay shri gurave namaha namaham vishnu padayam krishna prashtaya bhutale श्रीमते भक्तिवेदात नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषाशून्यवादी पाश्चत्यादेशिणे जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्या प्रभूनंदीअदादर श्रीवासदी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 
Hare Hare. So the context that we are in is where Sukadeva Goswami Pad is explaining about the descent of Mother Ganges. Again, it is very coincidental and Vamanadev's appearance was just two days before because of whose blessings? Because of his piercing uh, when he was taking the third uh, when he was taking his uh, second step um, Ganges River started flowing from the spiritual abode all the way down so when Ganges came down it she started flowing towards different regions and she eventually got distributed into several streams in different directions purifying the places that she traveled and her course of movement is described over here and right now we are discussing about a branch of Ganges um, eventually started becoming many many other rivers big and small and which these rivers are like daughters to the mountain they flow from the mountain into various tracts of lands and hundreds of branches and Bharata Varsha is one of the place where Mother Ganges is now flowing into apart from Bharata Varsha there are eight other Varshas which is part of lower heavenly planet which is above the earthly planets where extended enjoyment is available the description of which we saw today now what is this shloka to do with our Krishna conscious journey we are going to turn this particular shloka analyze this context from various perspectives and eventually learn some lessons for us Srimad Bhagavatam is very very personal scientific and very relevant for a practicing devotee not only to give us 
the content related to pure devotional service it will also help us to realize where we stand and how much for us to travel for achieving perfection shrimad bhagavatam acts as a mirror for each one who is engaging themselves with shrimad bhagavatam and with that mirror one can easily analyze and plot where he has to go so we are going to turn this current context with a set of few reflections the very first of them is going to be the point that shila prabhupada has written in the purport the last line in the heavenly planets however although the residents enjoy superior sense gratification they never forget their positions as eternal servants of the supreme being dhruva maharaj when dhruva maharaj made his wish to see the lord he had a very strong desire to become the king not even the king he want to become the chosen one to sit on the lap of raja uthanapad and eventually you know to cut the long story short eventually he got to see the lord krishna garba when the lord touched the forehead of dhruva maharaj with his conch dhruva maharaj was very shy embarrassed and was cursing himself that my dear lord look at how foolish i am i have been yearning to see you to get some materialistic results i thought the throne the power the position the name the fame the dignity the identity the followers they would all give me all pleasure but when i saw you or when i see you i feel how stupid i am i am thinking for a piece of broken glass i am thinking themselves as diamond and valuing them aho dukkham maha dukkham dukkha dukkha taram yataha kaajartam ve smritam ratna hare namai vakevalam the kevalashtikam says aho dukkham maha dukkham दुखा दुख तरम यहाँ विस्मृत रत्न हरेर्नाम केवल दि आथर इज सिंगिंग 
it is such a sad state of life that because of my sense gratificatory interest because of my identifying this body as everything and my possessions as everything i started to dwell in my illusion and because of which i saw illusion as reality and reality as illusion kaachartham visvrutam ratna and the only solution to come out of this state is harer namaiva kevalam so my first reflection in this context is one need to learn to be situated in a constitutional position as eternal servant of the supreme lord which is our foremost and the critical agenda in this human form of life and human form and above animals don't have this discrimination people in the lower planetary systems don't have this intelligence in general so what is expected of us and in comparison with what is spoken about the inhabitants of heavenly planets prabhupada is saying they have the ability to objectively stay put in spite of their superior sense gratificatory arrangement they never forget their positions as eternal servant of the supreme being so my first reflection is we all individual spirit souls have our own past have our own present will have our own future we have our own conditioning but we all do have a very clear cut understanding about who we are especially this is to refer to all the sadhakas those of us who are regularly attending shrimad bhagavatam session those who are regularly attending satsanga we may struggle with our quotient we may have so many other dynamics going around in our lives but one thing that is expected of us because of the ability of this life human form of life is able to discriminate has got the power to discriminate and we have got the intelligence from our higher ups so hence we need to look up to our seniors we need to you know see how we learn to stay put stay focused and stay committed to our position as eternal servant of the supreme lord this is my first reflection so the idea is we may be struggling for the action but what comes before the action is the desire 
so one may be struggling to be a servant of the supreme lord one may be struggling to be executing the orders of one's spiritual master one may be struggling to shuffle between his emotional mood swings one may be struggling with his senses alluring him being allured by several things but none of these challenges should come in the way for a person a sadhaka a sincere soul to desire to stay put in the position as an eternal servant of the supreme lord so my first reflection is around this point of how we as a practicing devotee in spite of all the cautions may it be alluring may it be attractive may it be you know distractive may it be challenging may it be daunting no one can stop us desiring because krishna is very clearly saying that i fulfill the desire of my practicing devotee so whatever my de- devotee desires i definitely fulfill them. Yes. In fact, he is not using the word devotee, he is using anyone. I sit in the heart. Upadrishta, Anumanta, Bharata, Bhokta, Maheshwara. I am the person who is witness. I am the person who sanctions. And I am the person who is a friend to the Jeeva. traveling with him all through his journey and i am the sanctioner so my uh, point here is nothing not no single point should come in the way of as desiring for being situated as a servant of the supreme lord because what comes before shraddha is ichha if somebody don't have a desire if somebody don't have the um desire inclination so the further aspects about association cultivation and every everything else will be delayed or will not come coming up so desire supersedes everything so each and every one of us at least with respect to me as a struggling sadhaka one thing that we can be firmly telling to ourselves is stop desiring what desire Sincerely desires is definitely rewarded. The interesting aspect here is if the desire is right and it resonates with the Lord's desire, which is to get us back, then we have a double benefit. because the lord is also wanting us to get back to him and when we desire the lord helps so my first reflection is shila prabhupada is telling 
how this heavenly planets, people in the heavenly planets, demigods in the heavenly planets. Hare Krishna, can you please mute the, you know, people who are... So, Shla Prabhupada is telling that when these inhabitants of heavenly planets in spite of their distraction into sexuality and intoxication, somehow or other they are able to, you know, remember their positions and they are, in general, they do also fizzle out, they do also make mistakes, they do also, you know, flip. But otherwise, in general, they are remembering they are servants of the Supreme Lord. So in our case, when we read this, we should remember that at least in their case they are able to remain as a servant in spite of the distractions or attractions. In our case, at least we should have the desire to. In the core of the heart, we may desire. So probably we will get into the right track soon. The second uh, reflection in this context that I want to bring in is about how are these demigods or what is there in these demigods that make them special in spite of them sometimes make mistakes on the contrary to the demons sometimes you find them very much focused Prabhupada explains this in the 6th canto or 8th canto uh, in the Samudra Mantan pastime. What happened was that demigods and demons, they were both fighting with each other and demigods lost all their glory. Again, to cut the long story short, they took Brahma's help and Brahma took them to Lord Vishnu and Lord Vishnu accepted to support them. So in that context, in one place, it is very nicely explained how the demons does not accept the authority of the Lord. In spite of knowing the power of the Lord, in spite of knowing the greatness of the Lord, they wish to capture his position and want to maintain their identity independent of the Lord and eventually they make a very grave mistake. On the contrary, the demigods being very submissive accept the lines of authority. They are ready to follow the instructions given by the Lord. So the reason I am telling, bringing that uh, you know, reflection in this context is that even though they are not directly related to this place, I just want to mention the reason the demigods are able to retain their position as eternal servants in spite of the distraction is they submit themselves to their alliance of authority. So in our difficult situation, in our challenges, we have challenges from our senses, we have challenges from our mind, 
we have challenges from our surroundings we have challenges from our past we have challenges from our you know you know from from the nature so we may have challenges from all the sources no challenge will stop if you have very strong desire which was my first reflection and number 2 along with the desire if i am ready to work under the lines of authority of devotional service then my position is still preserved and i will eventually make it i will be still classified as a sincere and a useful practitioner and will not be classified as a demoniac person so if i can combine my first and second reflection put together the formula is one who desires correctly and one who knows to align themselves to the correct lines of authority of the supreme lord irrespective of every challenge every situation surrounding by him he will make it to krishna and krishna will hand pick him the timing might be you know aage piche it will be you know little bit delayed here and there depends upon where we flip how much we flip but for sure we will be rightly positioned so in our journey to krishna consciousness we need to look at these two points very carefully of course we need to look at several points but in the current context that we are given we need to look at the scenario of how one should learn to be situating as the servant of the lord by desiring as well as by following the lines of authority the demigod indra how much ever mistakes he has made every time he is given help is because he are, he is ready to accept the lines of authority each and every one of us just remember how many times we would have gone to the lord stood in front of the lord say sorry to the lord i do it every day maybe every you know uh, every 4 hours i keep doing it because i keep making mistakes but still the lord is kind enough knowing my weakness is trying to put me in different different situations and trying to help me out so from that perspective it is definitely in our best interest where we learn to desire correct and follow the lines of authority the third reflection is about the superiority the position of the demigods being very nicely situated with the wonderful arrangements i go back to duru maharaj's episode after duru maharaj expressed his frustration to prishnigarbha he said i am sorry originally i desired for something material now that i have seen you i don't need anything of those sort just give me shelter at your lotus feet so the lord became very happy with duru maharaj and he said my dear duruva i am very much pleased with your determination and your approach to see me i will definitely want to show to the whole world the power of devotion 
and that way I will give you a very unique position after you leave this planet. But in your case, I'm giving you something extra. What is that? Whilst you are going to stay in this planet for the several thousand years to follow, you will be able to enjoy all the sense gratificatory pleasures which are considered as you know enjoyable a happy thing even though temporary you will you will be able to enjoy all of them without being bound by them that's the blessing that krishna is giving to dhruva maharaj i mean many a times when i read this or when i hear this I, I I get a smile on my face like that. This is exactly what I what I want, Krishna. Uh, I mean, many of us say, right? We want to enjoy all the best things now, and still not be bound, and still you know get uh, Krishna's divine attention. So I will do all. Sare batamisi karenge. We will do all the nonsense, and still want Krishna to accept us. It's not going to happen in our case. In case of Duro Maharaj, it is because of. Narada Muni's blessings, Durva Maharaj's endeavor, persistence, and Krishna's special consideration towards Durva Maharaj, and various other reasons. But the point I want to drive home here is the demigods, when they got their position of being servant of the Lord, when they got to be administrative authorities under the Supreme Lord, the position of the demigods are not something like a normal praja they are all appointed chosen officers in the office of the supreme lord they are given these privileges because they have done some wonderful service they have pleased the lord otherwise by nature kamai saisthair tritagyana prapadyante anya devata so shrima bhagavad gita gives different description uh, about uh, the person going to uh, demigod or uh, different uh, uh, different personality so bhagavad gita says that kamaistaisya hridagnana prapadyanti anya devata tamtam niyamam astaya prakritya niyata svaya so Bhagavad Gita is very, you know, specifically saying that those whose minds are distorted by material desires surrender unto demigods and follow the particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own natures. So, those who are lusty, greedy, those who are, you know, having um, material desires, they go to the demigods and the demigods in turn go to Krishna and Krishna in turn rewards. So Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita, demigods are not the right people to go and ask for what you want. The right people is, right person is, you have to come to me. In spite of all this description, Krishna gives these demigods a special position. I think I have shared with you all before. One time in Mayapur, Srila Prabhupada was, you know, was uh, was walking with his disciples on the paddy field. He suddenly stopped and pointed to 
some group of ants that were you know going one after the other on the on the on the ground so shri prabhupad stopped and pointed his cane towards this group of ants and said that what do you think of it when you see this so all the devotees they couldn't you know exactly correlate because different times prabhupada has got different uh, perspectives but they said prabhupada said the way these ants are insignificant to us the way these ants are insignificant to us we are insignificant to demigods so never disrespect them so my third reflection in the context is when you read this descriptions about how demigods enjoyed having a fun filled time along with their ability to remember and perform service to krishna we should remember that krishna as a gentleman gave service to his dear devotees as well as rewarded them for their services that they have done in the past and also gave enough warning that please be careful not to get too much carried away if you get carried away you will be punished also so krishna is proving his point eyata mam prapadyante tam stadaiva bajamyam mama vartamanu vartante manushya partha sarvasaha so based on one's reciprocation love interaction with krishna krishna will reciprocate to a person and hence it is up to us till which capacity till which level we should be able to operate we can go up to the level of a demigod we can go above the demigods we can go much above abrahma bhuvana loka punaravartino arjuna maam upetyatu kaunteya punarjanma na vidyate so if we are intelligent enough if the demigods who are servants get this privilege if we are able to go above go past go beyond the sense gratificatory propensity we should be able to rise much above them huh? self realized souls go swami and paramahamsa bhaktas as kunti maharani mentions tata paramahamsanam muninam amalatmanam bhakti yoga vidanartham katam pashyema hi striyaha she is explaining how krishna is achieved by paramahamsa muni amalatmana amalatmana means one whose heart is not filled with any dirt but here it is explained that these demigods do have their own quotient of uh, sense gratificatory propensity but somehow they are blessed to still serve the supreme lord so my third reflection hence is about the lord's reciprocative nature and how the lord reciprocates according to the love that we show him both in terms of giving us service as well as keeping us in a comfortable position my fourth reflection is about 
in spite of this description in spite of all this wonderful glorious hunky dory stuff this is still not something a pure devotee desires for a pure devotee desires for only pure devotional service at any cost when shri chaitanya mahaprabhu spoke to ramananda rai chaitanya mahaprabhu asked ramananda rai to explain so the ramananda samvada that started off as ramananda rai explaining chaitanya mahaprabhu about varnashrama dharma from that point in time chaitanya mahaprabhu kept on churning and churning and churning and churning and he says this is not enough go further up this is not enough go further up this is not enough go further up he took the conversation all the way till the superlative aspect of your devotional service the interesting part of that conversation was every time when ramananda roy mentioned a recommendation he actually gave quote and reference from bhagavad gita bhagavatam nectar of devotion i mean so you know from vedic literature not nectar of devotion uh, vedic literature and every time chaitanya mahaprabhu refuted that so what we should remember as practitioners is many a times we get carried away oh it is described in bhagavatam so let me also desire to become a demigod let me also desire to have coexisting relationship i will have both sense gratification and krishna consciousness go hand in hand several you know weird thinking can come in to a person like me but it is to be noted that even though these descriptions are there one needs to learn to go past one need to go learn to go above all of them and eventually get situated in pure devotion service which is what our gaudiya vaishnava acharyas starting from madhavendra puri up to shri prabhupada wanted so a practicing devotee chatva turnam asesha mandalapati shrenim sada tuchavat bhutva dhina ganesha kau karunaya kaupina kantashitav so all these goswamis they exemplified they demonstrated what it means to be being situated in pure devotional service kyatva turna masesha mandalapati they were very much clear and focused to be free from all the upadis all the designations all the identifications how did they give up tuchavat and elsewhere is explained one should learn to renounce their materialistic attachment as if one renouncing their stool nobody you know going to be repenting oh my god huh? i gave up something of mine so that is the kind of mindset that is expected for a practitioner because so long as we are in the heavenly planets so long as we are only situated in the mishrata bhakti we will still not be able to achieve the highest perfection 
So for us to reach the highest perfection, Śrīla Prabhupāda wanted us to go above these designations, go above these identifications. That is why the definition of bhakti is sarva upādi vinirmuktam tat paratyena nirmalam hrishikena hrishikesa sevanam bhakti rochyate. So here, still some upādis are discussed, discussed, but we need to go past them. So, my fourth reflection here is that in our journey to Krishna consciousness, in our endeavor to practice devotional service, one need to definitely work in a manner wherein we go past all these attractions. We are not interested in any results or credit or accolades for us. Rather, we are interested only in one thing, which is to please the Lord, and his dearest servants. If we do these two things, then we will be able to go past all of them. My last reflection in this current context, the fifth one, is when we read such descriptions of heavenly planets, if just a lower heavenly planets could have these opulences, what to speak of the opulence of the Supreme Lord. It is very interesting in Ramayana, in Bhagavatam, in Mahabharata, several places, descriptions are very detailed oriented. This is not the only place. If you go to fourth canto, Kailasha, the abode of Lord Shiva, is very wonderfully described. There are different places in Bhagavatam while explaining about the context. The details are very elaborated. And my understanding is, when you understand these details, and you correlate the personality behind them, your respect and positioning of that personality changes. So my point here is, when we go through such descriptions, especially for those who are materialistic in nature, who thinks that they have a palatial house, a big bangla, having wonderful car and facilities and resources. When they read this, they know that what we have is not something glorious. There is much, much more glory there in the lower heavenly planet system. What to speak of about that? What to speak of about that? What to speak of the source of all, the, all of that. One time one reporter asked Srila Prabhupada, said, Swamiji, you claim yourself to be um, a sadhu and you are always traveling in a uh, Rolls Royce or some you know, posh vehicle. Srila Prabhupada in a very casual manner responded saying that it may be a very costly car for you but from my perspective, this is nothing but made of tin and rubber. You go to the heavenly planets, you go to the higher planets, you get Pushpaka Vimana, you get Vimana made of gold, diamond, jewels and different types of costly stones and they are divine airplanes. 
all these wonderful servants of the lord are carried by these divine airplanes in this material world this just tin and rubber thing becomes very you know special for you we don't consider that we use them for our service and move on so look at the perspective is what we consider as glorious if we do not know what is present in the higher planetary system we may dwell on them as brahma when he came to indra when he was suffering as a pig for one year brahma came to call indra back my dear indra your punishment period is over at that time indra totally forgot where he came from who he was indra said to brahma saying that my dear sir i am very happily living with my family where was he living he was living in a filthy gutter and where he belongs to at least as indra he belongs to a swargaloka he belongs to a heavenly planet where all these wonderful you know descriptions are applicable to him but he says that i am very happy in living with my family wife and you know having my fun time don't disturb me so that is a state of mind for all of us so when we read these descriptions we should not rather get carried away with this description rather we should start to wonder because for us we are quantitatively able to see things we will not be able to see krishna qualitatively yet because of our conditioning means if somebody says krishna is beautiful what is beautiful from our from our perspective it is something material beauty that is why shastra is trying to help us padmanayana padmanabha padmanetra at least giving a comparative description about how krishna is beautiful but is krishna's beauty only as much as that of a padma no krishna is much much more beautiful is krishna's opulence only that much as it is described in brahma samhita no he is much much more opulent but just because today i can comprehend one set of sense objects and i consider them great and beautiful they are uh, acharyas and great personalities uses them as a medium to describe how beautiful krishna is otherwise we will not be even able to we will be a frog in the well measuring the size of the ocean by the size of the well so like that we will be looking at krishna oh, maybe krishna is beautiful maybe two times beautiful than me something like that some stupid statements we will think of so when we read such descriptions in shrimad bhagavatam we should remember that krishna's opulence krishna's positions and the spiritual abode is you know unfathomable and glorious so naturally our heart should go past all of them and glorify the supreme lord and when the lord is glorified naturally these demigods are obviously glorified and looked after so these are the five reflections from this current context that i wanted to share it's very important for us to you know uh, see through these verses and see what is there for us to learn if there are any questions or comments or any uh, reflections from you all i'll be happy to respond otherwise i would like to stop here granantraj shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shila prabhu pada ki jai nitai gaura premanande hari hari bol hari krishna Hi, so,
ಲೋಕ್ರಿಪ್ಷನ್ 
about the people live there so uh, even having so many distraction what is that keeping them surrender and devoted to the lotus feet of lord uh, my understanding is two things that mm-hmm. i mentioned one is their uh, uh, obedience to the lines of authority um uh, because if you see uh, the demigods did make mistakes several times but they had the um uh, they had the um attitude of asking for forgiveness obedience and ready to get corrected so indra i'm sure in the episodes uh, while in bhagavatam and few other places how many times would have heard indra making mistakes at least you know five six episodes uh, whether it's govardhan puja vritrasuras past time samudra mantan past time you can list uh, you know a few of them every time indra was forgiven while balimaraj and you know of course balimaraj was also given blessing but the other demons they were punished so prabhupada explains that the the primary difference between these two guys are this demigods they are ready to accept the lines of authority it's like i am a notorious boy but when my teacher tweaks my ears i don't retaliate rather i obey and you know surrender when somebody does not obey and surrender who who the heck are you to you know tweak my ear that's where the problem starts so we are notorious both demons and demigods both could be notorious both could be you know having the uh, agitations but one having the ability to uh, accept the authority and as well if i can add this have a sincere desire to be the servant of the lord because otherwise prabhupada wouldn't make this statement saying that they are all not ordinary people they are very special people the reason they are given special position is because they have developed they have done something in the past for which to get the you know privilege of being servant of the supreme lord servant of the servants of the supreme lord at least they are administrators in the lord's abode so that is why my first two reflections i'm not sure if you were part of the uh, the call the first two reflections i was mentioning about the uh, desire to somehow be in the position of being the servant of the servant of the supreme lord just the desire even we may not our action it may not have even commenced and second is the acceptance of the lines of the authority i am ready to accept of course with all humility the directions given by my predecessors so these two will actually uh, uh, carefully would you know maneuver us in spite of all the distractions will you know take us forward in krishna consciousness thanks sir prabhu wonderful prabhu yeah that's a, yeah i did heard prabhu in our first session desires makes i wanted to get a little more clarification sure Yeah, thank you so much for thank you hari krishna hari krishna any other thoughts or comments reflections hari krishna prabhu ji madanat pranam aur glorious prapath guru maharaj so prabhu ji uh, like you know we always heard that the inhabitants of the heavenly planets they always wanted to come uh, you know to the earth planet they wanted to, to be the earth planet because here somehow the balance is there and because of the situation 
uh, you know, somehow we are able to practice uh, bhakti, you know. But uh, in the verse we read today, it seems like I'm not able to understand uh, that um, it says the inhabitants of the earth also desire uh, such heavenly enjoyments. But uh, due to other achievements, and in the heavenly planet, however, they reside there. So uh, you know, like uh, I mean, I I'm just seeing some co- uh, like I'm I'm like uh, just uh, having some contradiction in mind about this. Uh, you know, if you can understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So basically, it is like this. Uh, number one. Um, the reason why he- people in the heavenly planets want to come down is um, what Kunti Maharani is um, explaining in her prayer that the fastest and the easiest way to get Krishna's attention is to become Akinchana Gochara. Krishna is called uh, uh, that person who is uh, uh, who is a supporter of people who are paupers. The uh, prayer by Bilvamangra Thakura Chorashtakam Praje Prasidham Navanita Choram Gopangana Namscha Dukula Choram Aneka Janmarjita Papa Choram Choragraganyam Purusham Namami. So he's saying that Aneka Janmarjita Papa Choram. So Krishna is ready to steal all the sinful things and everything from us. So, when we are completely bereft of all such opulences, we are almost, uh, you know, finished off with all the resources. Uh, It's become much easier, direct and uh, quicker. So, that is why all the demigods, knowing the secret they are desiring, especially they were desiring when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was here, they were desiring when Krishna was here. Because they are witnessing, they are only the officers, so they know where the Lord's movements are. So that is the reason they were desiring. And the number two aspect is that the reason such descriptions about heavenly planets are given is there are people who may not be fully ready to go to the spiritual abode but may have done some punya, may have done some pious, may have acquired some credits. And to reward them, Krishna definitely does not uh, leave them behind because they have done something to give them some credit, he has given some opportunity. The challenge is that there are uh, distractions. But the good thing is, they are higher ups. So they are much more mode of goodness, much more opportunity for us to, you know, redeem where we have left and take it further. There are, there are also devotees. So it depends upon like how Prabhupada writes uh, in Bhagavad Gita, Suchinam Srimatam Gehe. Uh, you will be born in the family of a Brahmana or a, a aristocrat or a, you know a learned Brahmana in the next life to continue. So a better arrangement is given, a better comfort is given, a better environment is given. So if you want to you know latch on to it, you have an opportunity there. So the, both the versions are uh, meant for us to uh, thank the Lord. At the same time, the Lord is equally warning us that don't get carried away, whether you are not planets or in heavenly planets stay put to your uh, you know service which one thing is as you go up the opportunities are much much more favorable make sense
Uh, yes, Prabhuji. Yes, yes. And one, one more thing. Like you mentioned that the example of Prabhupada, uh, uh, Prabhupada said that about the ant. So we are like that in front of the demigods, right? Yes. So uh, how do we understand this statement? Like, uh, I mean... It means uh, we are not supposed to disrespect them. You know, you may, may sometimes when we see this, uh, you know, verses, we say, oh, oh these demigods, also, we thought demigods are great, but look at them. They are also interested in sex and in, you know, intoxication. So how, be, how better they are. So we should not disrespect them. I mean, sometimes uh, when we take up Krishna consciousness, knowing about Krishna, we get so much, uh, you know, uh, having a superiority complex that we start looking at everybody else as, uh, you know, some bunch of idiots. I did that in my, you know, earlier days, where I thought that now I've got Bhagavad Gita, I've got uh, Krishna consciousness, all, all these people, uh, you know, my family, my parents, my relatives, my friends, they're all stupid, they don't know anything. I know Bhagavad Gita, I know Krishna. Krishna is the Supreme Personal of God, these demigod worshippers are rascals. So that's the kind of, you know, propensity we should not carry. Because that is very detrimental. That's why Prabhupada mentioned that, don't disrespect demigods, they are also servants of Krishna. Lord Ganesh was very, very much, uh, you know, uh, involved in compiling uh, uh, Mahabharata with uh, Vyasadev. Jatpada Pallava Yudham Vinidaya Kumbha Dvandve Pranama Samaye Zaganati Raja. As I am speaking to him, uh, as, as I am speaking now, today is Ananda Chaturthasi, so in Mumbai several Ganesh Ji's are, uh, you know, bid farewell. I don't know, uh, whatever the tradition that is. But the point is, there are several demigods have done several service. Krishna is explaining in Bhagavad Gita, Sena, Nina, Maham, Skanda. Of the Sena Patis, I am Skanda, I am Kartikeya. So when Krishna is using all those references, which means those demigods have done significant service for the Lord, they are supposed to be worshipped. Worshipped as servants of Krishna. Making sense. Yes, Prabhuji. Prabhuji, one more last thing. Like, you know, you mentioned about, uh, you know, like we should not worship the demigods or ask anything from them. So, why does Krishna uh, allot, uh, you know, the demigods to give benedictions? Uh, is it because, uh, what is the main reason behind it? I mean, he could have said, well, um, I will not uh, give benediction to the demigods. And if anybody asks anyone, because especially in India and even here, the Indians who are staying here, they are so much into this, uh, you know, like uh, uh, Durga Puja and all these things. And, you know, so, uh, and, and they are not like, a, and it's, it's more hard to preach to them actually. Because they are busy with their uh, different pujas they are doing to different devtas. And their whole life will go in that only, you know. The idea and, uh, is... Yeah. It is explained in Bhagavad Gita only. Yanti Deva, Vrita Devan, Pitriyanti, Pitrivrita. So different types of people have got different inclination, different interests. So those of us who, have, who are interested in, you know, Bhutas, uh, Bhutaganas, uh, they'll go to that planet. They'll worship them. It, everybody need not have interest in devotional service. Bhakti Yoga is a process or the process which can give us access to Krishna. But there are several yoga, karma yoga, jnana yogis, ashtanga yogis. There are several types of yogis. They are also a yoga process. They also make progress. They also go closer to Krishna. But they cannot get Krishna. They cannot get to the you know, spiritual abode till they develop bhakti. 
<coughs> but at least this yoga process elevates the conditioning from one level of conditioning being animalistic to at least being a regulated person so when such a regulation is being brought in there should be some agents there should be some representatives there should be some authorities who could reciprocate with them it is like in a government why should we even deal with the, the local uh, authorities why should we even deal with the uh, ias officers why should we deal with even the uh, uh, mayors and uh, governors and ministers why not we directly deal with the the president yes you can but you should have the necessary uh, caution to do that till you acquire the caution you need a helping hand you need some some structure because the whole universe wanted to function there are agents and these demigods are those agents and those who couldn't directly access the president if they are able to come up to the level of minister it's okay at least they have made some progress so they can go and make further progress from that point in time okay thank you so much prabhu thank you so much for all the answers and wonderful class hari krishna hari krishna yeah hari krishna prabhu ji thank you so much for this wonderful lecture in class and yeah it's uh, rukmini padmavanta ji was mentioning about durga puja in maharashtra all people worship ganesha and they don't want to go beyond ganesha when when they want to tell about krishna or anything they just uh, say oh we are worship ganesha we are good to <laughs> think and um, but you explained very nicely about that uh, question and um, one more thing you was mentioning about the big big pandals in maharashtra now ganesh festival is going on so the reason behind that was uh, in the beginning uh, in the ancient times there was no big pandals only everyone was uh, doing ganesh puja at home on ganesh chaturthi to ananta chaturdashi but at the time of freedom fighting uh, bal gangadhar tilak one of the freedom fighter leader he started this festival uh, to uh, get together the people and um, Split against Britishers separately, then so that was his intention, and from that time it started a big pain of uh, social socializing the people, so like that. But the concept is now very different. But that time the concept was there to split the people Brit against Britishers. Yes, so, Pramod. Yes, so. Uh, different people have different agenda and uh, we need to learn to maneuver this agenda and somehow try to take the nectar out of it and see what is there for us to get the real taste and thanks to shri prabhupad who has given us that given us this clarity if we had not come across bhaktivedanta purport probably we would also not got such a clarity so we are very fortunate that way yes prabhu ji yes prabhu ji thank you Okay. okay. So, uh, I have one question. Yeah, yeah, sure. I have. Uh, it is uh, that uh, what uh, do, do the demigods also have gross bodies or only they have subtle bodies? Bro, because uh, we cannot no, see no, they them. They have gross bodies. They have gross bodies. Till till we enter the spiritual abode, the uh, body is gross body. The idea is this. For example. Uh, uh, <coughs> the body of the spiritual master is it gross or subtle it is gross but it is purified so basically shila prabhu pas uh, 
uh, you know transcendent we say transcendental body his transcendental chadar his transcendental footwear his transcendental toothbrush just because they were in contact to contact with self realized the soul the imperfectness the material vibration were eliminated and they are purified so only when we reach the spiritual abode enter the spiritual paradigm so all our uh, material quotients are eliminated and we only dwell with our spiritual quotient but so long as we are in this material world the material elements will be there but in the case of demigods and self realized souls they are purified not as dirty as the one that we all have is that clear yeah so uh, thank you uh, if you go, go further up to satyaloka lord brahma is intelligence so is it is it that to understand understood that uh, uh, he consists of only the soul and the intelligence portion or does he have uh, uh, ahankar is there of course no no he has, uh, he, has, he, has everything. he has everything he has ahankar he has intelligence he has uh, senses he also get distracted otherwise he would not you know lust over his own daughter the prop the, the as you go up the quotient is quotient of nonsense is proportionately less there is more go, mode of goodness the mode of pure goodness is existent only in devotees but in heavenly planets mode of goodness is predominant mode of passion and ignorance are relatively less but they do have senses they do have ahankar too if ahankar is not there brahma wouldn't have challenged uh, you know krishna's existence in brahma vimohan leela whether it is part of the leela or not the question was ahankar the question was how come such a small boy could be uh, you know the supreme lord my master this is uh, you know misleading so he kind of fiddle around with him so it is there but it's relatively less or even if it is you know mistakes are done because of their nature to ask for forgiveness and submit themselves to the authority they are rescued they are not uh, punished as the demons are punished is that okay yes. thank you Okay. Are any other questions or comments? Otherwise, we can end the session. Hare Krishna, Ravi. This is Excellent Number. This is all Ravi Krishna, Ropa, and Guru Maharaj. Thank you for uh, such a wonderful Nectarian class. Uh, I have some questions, but you know, time is the limit. So, uh, is it okay if I call? Yeah, you I'm okay. Time? I'm okay. We can talk so long as uh, you know the audience yeah. is not a problem. No, while here discussing. Thank you, Prabhuji. While discussing and hearing about uh, all these questions, I just came to one one thought uh, about uh, Santosukaram Maharaj. What you must uh, be yes. well aware since yes. you are in Mumbai. So uh, it is said that Santosukaram Maharaj went to Vaikuntha uh, Loka with his actual body. So. Right. would you please enlighten a little bit on that okay. yes so santatukara maharaj as well as uh, dhruva maharaj for that matter as well as pralad maharaj for that matter there are few personalities who are given this uh, special special privilege so basically what happens is that 
the material elements the earth water fire air ether which constitutes the uh, you know gross body of our existence so when they are uh, touched or when they come in contact with the uh, spiritual quotient like for example when dhruva maharaj was performing meditation when prishni garba the supreme lord narayana touched the forehead of dhruva maharaj dhruva maharaj complete existence got purified and transformed so similarly tukaram maharaj by the virtue of his life he had he had lived a life of uh, a saint and i mean he is much more than a saint saint is even an understatement he is uh, uh, a personality not belonging to this um, this earthly zone but he came down to deliver a specific message came down to help us so when he performed such a act the lord got so pleased that he personally came down because if you see if you know his entire life anecdotes every every stage in life no challenge no situation no humiliation no disturbance no uh, scenario in his life could deter him from his uh, devotional endeavor so the lord wanted to acknowledge it is a acknowledgement from the supreme lord saying that this is what is expected of a person so if somebody could live up to such a stature then he doesn't need to go through every other purification i come down myself personally to air lift and when the lord came down with his vimana there's a place called dehu so he came to that place that's the birthplace of uh, tukaram maharaj it's very close by to our place is hardly uh, an hour drive from our place several times you have gone there that's the place where the lord came along with uh, his garuda carrier in front of everyone's eyes he took uh, tukaram maharaj and this was an acknowledgement to all the villagers because once those were the villagers who mocked who kind of made fun of tukaram maharaj for his being a saint his family thought that he is a pagal he is like a madman so krishna wanted to demonstrate publicly saying that guys don't make fun of such people they are very special to me rather than follow him follow his footsteps you know imbibe his instructions and his body uh, which is now become transcendental body and it got the it has acquired all the necessary quotients to be accepted into the spiritual abode because it is supreme lord he has the ability to withdraw all the material elements and purify uh, the gross body also so from that perspective tukara maharaj uh, uh, like other great saints like pralad maharaj and guru maharaj got that privilege which is very 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 rare and it's a great acknowledgement so we are very much fortunate to be in the same era as tukaram maharaj chaitanya mahaprabhu and few other uh, personalities like the dashla prabhupad where uh, just simply by following your uh, you know uh, i'm sure uh, you know some of you who are from maharashtra know the life of tukaram maharaj but you please read his abhang i had the privilege of learning uh, you know some of them so each and every one of the abhang are non different from shrimad bhagavatam's directive so just by reflecting them reflecting on them we will be able to emulate you know what it means to be uh, you know self realized soul uh, you know if not uh, try to be in this life at least we desire for being their servants so that way we will uh, get some credit make sense though
Yes, Prabhuji. Uh, it was wonderful. Really explained, I can say. Uh, yeah, and I uh, also heard from my grandmother that, you know, uh, in Dehu, there is a place or the tree from uh, which location uh, Maharaj, uh, Santasukaram Maharaj went to abode. Where yeah, yeah, Krishna it's very much there. Very much there. The tree is still there, Prabhu. We all go and worship yeah. the tree. The tree is a witness. Yeah. That's a living soul who witnessed, who saw Krishna. So we go and worship the tree. Yes, yes. That is the Tukaram deed on which day uh, Tukaram Maharaj uh, left this, right? Uh, Prabhuji, it is in Indian calendar. It is shown the Tithi on which, uh, uh, on what uh, day and I, day. I, I guess it is, there is a date, but I, I do not exactly know the date. But uh, yes, there is a day in, on which uh, he has uh, left. Probably yeah. one of one of the lectures or some place Loknath Maharaj has mentioned about it. I can refer about it and tell you. Okay, okay. Thank you, Prabhu. That will be really great. Uh, actually, my grandmother now she is not on the planet, but she remember she told me at least she said you know once uh, you go and visit that place on this day you know so uh, uh, what she got a realization during her visit. No, that Prabhu, I tell you we were all so blessed with our grandmothers and grandfathers. Uh, you know, uh, I used to always say this, Varnashrama Dharma, ISKCON movement, uh, different uh, Bhakti Vriksha, those strategic things are required now because we have gone away from Bhakti, you know, uh, cult, Bhakti process. Otherwise, 200 years before, there were no movement. It was only lifestyle, livelihood. People lived Krishna consciousness. Their lifestyle, Subha utke, Sham tak, na doke, you know, her karikram me Krishna Bahavana Amrita So just that mm. because we forgot our old things and then we need Prabhupada to come and start a movement because then it is like, you know, I was hearing a, you know, a debate. Sometimes if you don't eat healthy food, somebody should come in the form of uh, nutrition and package the same healthy food into a different uh, packaging and give you that. If you otherwise see all our grannies, uh, the food that they gave, they were much more healthier than the ones that we are buying and eating in the name of healthy food. So, if, if you don't listen in the first class, so you will be sent yes. to tuition classes in the second class. If you don't learn in the tuition classes, you will be sent to the boarding school in the third class. If you don't learn in the boarding school also, then probably you will have to, you know, yes. you know, bear So, I see you. I, I agree, Prabhu, because... Uh, you know, even in Patel Brothers, we in in USA in Patel Brothers, we get all those uh, theplas, parathas, and uh, roti, uh, jar roti, bajara roti. But the taste from the grandmother's hand, or maybe our homemade taste, is not there. So, kabhi you know, nahi kabhi nahi kabhi nahi I mean, I, so that that is where that is where uh, we are. At least we, I am, I am worried that the two generations later. They will not even know what Vedic civilization means because they would have been completely finished off with all those conversations. They will look at it as if we are some aliens. So somehow our generation, we have seen both sides. We have seen our grandfather's side. We are seeing our grandchildren uh, era. So uh, <laughs> it's an irony. So that, that should make us uh, somewhere buckle up and say that, guys, I will do something for this preaching mission. Because so many things have been done in the past and we now are not able to you know, pass on to the next generation. So Definitely. something I have to do it. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will uh, ask Shamrasika, my wife, uh, you know, to contact you uh, to get that uh, 
exact date once you get from Loknath. I will uh, definitely Loknath. prefer and I'll also, you know, uh, sometime we can discuss some abangs. I at least, uh, you know, have learned few abangs and each of these abangs are nothing different from Srimad Bhagavatam. I mean, I sometimes in my local programs, I keep singing them. Very, very wonderful abangs. And these abangs actually tell that what is Bhakti movement was. I mean, for sure, all glories to Shri Prabhupada and all glories to our Vaishnava Acharyas. But this Bhakti movement is there. That is the, you know, glory of Bharata Bhumi. So this Bharata Varsha in which we are, and currently about which we are studying, is so glorious only because of these great saints. So Tukara Maharaj and Abang go hand in hand. So sometimes we should, uh, you know, sing few Abangs too. I'll get you the dates, Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu. Thank you, sure. Thank you. Thank you for your, your association. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Prabhu ji, are you from Maharashtra Prabhu by chance? No, no, I'm a Tamil speaking, but uh, somehow by Krishna's mercy, uh, I got some blessings to learn some Abangs Prabhu. Yes, yeah, wonderful. Yes, I also Prabhu regularly, regularly listen uh, to Karam Maharaj Abang. There is audio with uh, Abang and uh, uh, what you call oh, uh, it? If you read line by line, there's a Abang. Anika Dusare Madanam Himadam Nemeleyar Chitam Basuniyam Panduranga Dhyanim Panduranga Manim Jakritim Swapnim Panduranga Patilem Balana Indriyam Sakalam Bhavato nirala nahim tuzam dukamane netrim keleola ganam katasate dhyana vitevari. This abang, every lion is a pearl. He is saying that, my dear Lord, jhagritim swapnim panduranga. That is what our mm-hmm. kirtriya sadahari means what? 24 by 7, you should always remember Krishna. He says, while I am awake or sleeping, I should think of you, Panduranga. Indriyam Sakalam. Let all my senses be engaged in your service. Prabhuji Amrita, Nectar. So we should not uh, miss this. Yeah, yeah. All, all the Vaishnava have done a great job. Yeah, I am amazed with your love for Tukara Maharaj Abham, Prabhu. Even though you don't know Marathi, but the way you sing, it's so, so wonderful uh, to yes, hear Yes, Prabhuji, so beautiful. Prabhuji, so this is all blessings of our elders. Varna, hum jese gadho, gadho sab nahi aata hai, Prabhuji. <laughs> Prabhuji, Devu ke paas rehe na, to Prabhuji has everything from Santa Tukaram Maharaj right now. <laughs> kirtan, Prabhuji would be Kirtan ka. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Aap log jabhi India hoge to kabhi jate hain Devu mein, bohut badiya jaga hai. Bohut sundar. Yes, Prabhuji, we are visiting in October for my father's day. Please come, Prabhuji, please come. Please come. We try to contact you, Prabhuji. Yes, sure. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you come across Prabhuji? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, please. We have a we have lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, support systems around, so we can look, we can look, look after you, Prabhuji. Don't worry. Yeah. Simi- similar to Santukaram Prabhuji, I do enjoy the Namdev, Eknath and Nanishwar Maharaj Abhang Prabhu and Haripat, similar to Tukaram Maharaj. They are unlimited, full of uh, love and devotion. Yes, sir. India is filled yeah. with uh, so many people, unfortunately. Yeah. The East India movement come and loot everything away rascals <laughs> so, so so much to you know get get into the devotion yes yes 
Yeah. Actually, every state have got some saints who have brought out certain cultures. If you go to Correct. Tamil Nadu, there are Alvars. If you Correct. go to uh, Kerala, there are Nambudris. You know, Narayaniam. If you go to Andhra Pradesh, there is Tyagaraja. If you go to Karnataka, there is Purandara Das. You know, if you go to Maharashtra, there is Tukaram Maharaj. If you go to you know Gujarat, there is uh, you know Narsim Mehta. So many. Narsim every Mehta. every state has got a saint. Correct. Correct. So wonderful. Uh, that's the uh, mercy and the particular uh, work of all these saints. We have this devotion going. Uh, including Absolutely. Including Absolutely. Only probably yeah. the, uh, the current Kaliuga uh, situations are not allowing the people, common people, or maybe uh, I'm not uh, saying devotees, but to understand the current, uh, you know, Santa Mahatmas who are already preaching in so depth level, you know, like uh, we can consider our Guru Maharaj, you know, so. Uh, yeah, example, all other Maharajas like uh, Loknath Swami or uh, uh, our Maharaj Radha Swami. So, so many, you know, uh, there are some Mahatmas, only one has to understand that it is there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely, Prabhu. Absolutely. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'll tell you, the, I will give the credit to of uh, how, why are we not recognizing them to our education system. Somehow our education system has uh, been uh, moving away from a values-based to the skill-based. So once you are skill-based, the learning, then uh, you kind of uh, becoming a pride person with, you know, you know, filled with pride rather than filled with uh, uh, gratitude. I mean, in our days, we used to respect the teachers, we, uh, even though they may not have the philosophical understanding of Krishna, Krishna, and all. But at least they, we have a values towards respect, gratitude, uh, humility towards them. Now everything is a transaction, everything is a trade. We have a long way to go. I think uh, we have a responsibility also as an adults to somehow bridge this gap. Otherwise, uh, what will happen to the future generation, we do not know. Great conversation to have with you all, uh, you know, having similar ideas. I guess uh, Krishna's mercy, we will, we will all uh, you know, meet sometimes and churn this more nectar. Yes, definitely. And for future generation, uh, ISKCON is there, Prabhuji. So we, our preaching, we should continue. Yes, that absolutely, zone. absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yeah, for the yeah, current moment, ISKCON is the only there. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Hare Nama. You said in the class. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Manu. Okay, so probably we'll uh, end the session here, if at all. I think recording is still on. Might have to stop the recording. Yeah, Mataji can stop the. Yeah, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you so much for this nectarian class and this lovely discussion about Santa Tukaram and Maharashtra Saints and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we'll go ahead and stop recording. One